Welcome to the Ozone. Hello and welcome to the Ozone. I'm your host, Jeff Hazard, Assistant Director of Athletics and Sports Information Director here at SUNY Oneonta. And someday when they write the history of athletics here at the college, uh, my two guests will be featured pretty prominently as two of the greatest that ever came through here. So please help me welcome our guests tonight, Sean Bernstein and Rachel Shine. How you doing? Good, welcome. thank you for having us. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be a lot of fun. Yeah, we'll spend 30 minutes or so just kind of gabbing a little bit, but. Uh, so before we get started, uh, I don't think I'm talking out of school when I say that you two are the two of the greatest athletes, student athletes that ever came through here. And, and certainly, uh, you know, recently we did our all decade teams from the past decade and you two found yourselves at the top of both of those lists. So congratulations on that. Um, Thank you. And um, I just want to go through some of the major highlights so that people can kind of get some context of what I'm talking about when I say two of the greatest uh, student athletes. Uh, so Sean, uh, three-time national champion, back-to-back uh, -back in the 200-meter dash, seven-time All-American, 12-time SUNYAC champion, three-time SUNYAC outstanding male track athlete, uh, three-time Atlantic Region Outdoor Track Athlete of the Year and Indoor, I think you were once, right? Or twice, maybe twice in a uh, Twice. Yeah. And uh, school, conference, and SUNYAC championship record holder. So that's like, those are the major ones. I know I could go on longer. We could spend some time here. Uh, Rachel, you are a three-time track All-American as well as a cross-country All-American. And you are only one of two athletes that are ever a All-American in two different sports. So that's quite an accomplishment in itself. Uh, Seven-time national qualifier, track and field, nine-time SUNYAC champion, SUNYAC cross-country Hall of Famer, uh, finished third, and that's still our best all-time at the, at the championships. Uh, you were a member of four NCAA cross-country teams that went and competed for the national championships, including a couple of top ten finishes in back-to-back -back years. Uh, you were the outstanding female track athlete at the SUNYAC championships twice. Uh, you also hold SUNYAC conference and, you know, school records and uh, in the classroom, not, you know, just on the, on the track and, and out on the running there, but uh, SUNYAC Chancellor's Award for Academic Excellence. I mean, you know, people, again, you know, when they write about who these two individuals were, I'm sure they'll, they'll find plenty of information and, and accolades to go with it. So congratulations on all the stuff that you've, that you've accomplished. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. So I think I'd like to start there because, uh, you know, in the emails that I exchanged back and forth, you know, prior to setting up tonight, um, you know, the two of you certainly were honored to, you know, be selected as the outstanding, you know, male and female athletes of the decade. Uh, you know, for Rachel, you said it brought back a lot of memories of all the teams and all the workouts. And, you know, Sean, you said pretty much the same thing and, and how humble you were and and, you know, it was really about the training and, and trying to compete at your best all the time. So, Rachel, can you just maybe talk a little bit about that, you know, the training and, and all the hours of work that you put in to kind of get to the level that you were at? Yeah, I mean, practice was my favorite time of the day. I know we would schedule our classes and everything around lift in the morning and workouts. But uh, the thing I love about running training is that even though it's such an individual sport, we can train together as a team and you get that team aspect. So it was socializing and it was also how hard can I push my body? Um, so it was just the favorite part, my favorite part of the day. Right. And Sean, for you, uh, certainly at that time, uh, we had uh, quite a few 
top sprinters uh, that you yes. had a group to train with, you know, Joe Carr and I mean, we also, I mean, you actually, your coach, Joe Reed, was, an, a, a, you know, an eight-time All-American as well. So, yeah. I mean, you had him to work with. I mean, what was that like, being able to be trained by someone who was at that level? I think certainly having Joe as my coach was a huge advantage, both from the wealth of knowledge that he brought, and I think even him kind of being a driving factor and, you know, I think him wanting to see me ultimately break his records, right. you know, him being my coach and, you know, him continually working to push you and, you know, motivate you. And, you know, as Rachel will tell you, you know, everyone has kind of those days where oh, I'm just not feeling great at practice. And, you know, he'd always be there. Teammates would always be there to kind of just, you know, not let that be a factor. And I think that certainly was a huge, had a huge effect, you know, over, over my career at Oneonta. Now, uh, Rachel, now you were, you know, again, you were part of a core group of runners uh, that really elevated our cross country and track and field programs. I mean, you're, you know, we won two, we won indoor and outdoor track and field championships in the same year, and they're still the only two that we've, we've won since then. Uh, but you were part of that group along with, you know, Danielle Kennedy and, and uh, Mary Kay Bida and Alyssa Drapo and what was it, Deidre Dwyer, and I mean, Chichester, right? Elizabeth Chichester. I mean, can you talk a little bit about that core group and, and how you pushed each other to get better all the time? Yeah. So I think my class, especially, we were a huge class, but we were so lucky to come in because our upperclassmen kind of held this standard for us. Like, we're going to do great things. And so we kind of came in as freshmen, nervous about collegiate athlete, athletics and stuff. And they were there to support us and help train us. And it was kind of just like the community that they built and the family. Right. Um, we didn't really have an option not to succeed. It was, we're going to support each other. We're going to do this together and we're going to have fun doing it. Right. Now uh, for you, Sean, uh, certainly, um, you know, like you said, uh, now you were coached, you know, not only Joe, but you were recruited by Matt LaPiccolo, if I'm understanding, you know, remembering correctly, uh, right? Amy Dawson, actually. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Our assistant track coach at the time. Okay. Um, but when you came into the program, certainly, uh, you know, the standard that Matt, uh, you know, set for the program and then since was carried on by Angelo and Joe and, and, and now Chris Wilbur, who's with us as our head coach of both sports, you know, talk about what that was like, uh, you know, being brought into the program and, and maybe you being looked at as like, you're going to be the guy that's going to lead us. I think certainly across the board from when you look at Matt and to Angelo to Joe, I think there's such a history with the men's program of having, you know, from Joe's generation and before of having very successful athletes. Right. I think there's kind of that standard set of this is what you need to do to succeed. This is what you need to do and, you know, the right things to do day in and day out at practice, outside of practice. And I think from, even just being recruited, um, you know, to practice day to day. I think that was something that, you know, always kind of carried you through a little bit. Right. Now, um, of course, Joe is a national champion as well. They were yes. part of the first relay that forced them that won a national championship. Uh, and we still have that uh, race, uh, that race on our YouTube channel, if you want to, you know, peruse and, and kind right, of check right. it out. I mean, it was an incredible race. And I tell you, you know, it was unfortunate for Eric Thies, who was the anchor on that team, 
to be disqualified in the his heat of the 400 because I think he probably would have won the 400. I think he absolutely would have. Uh, but he ran that last leg like he was running for the gold. You know what I mean? And he, you know, when he came across the line, he just kind of fell down. And I mean, that was it. He gave it everything he had. So, you know, maybe uh, you know, you, maybe you can first talk about uh, being able to, uh, you know, talk about giving it all. You know, because now you're a college coach yourself at the Division One level. Uh, so we seem to have had our first technical glitch uh, of the Ozone uh, series, and uh, our computer went out. So we're going to pick up where we left off. Uh, I think we were talking to Sean about uh, his Division One coaching now, and maybe taking some of the things that he learned as a student athlete here at Oneana, and how he's used some of that uh, in his coaching. So Sean, if you could, you know, start with that. Yeah. So I think there's a number of different factors that I would say I'd carry over. And I think one is, you know, you certainly see a little bit from the personal experience of, you know, how you handle the high points, how you handle the low points, maybe injury kind of so on and so forth. And, you know, you take a little bit of, I think, personal experience and, you know, help to kind of hopefully instill some of that wisdom, you know, on my current athletes. And I think, you know, as far as the training standpoint goes, I think Joe has been, you know, over the years, a great mentor and, you know, helping to, you know, pushing the right direction. And I think especially when I was just, just getting started, you know, giving me, you know, some basic starting points of, you know, who to kind of look towards, you know, as far as training philosophy goes, basic training theory goes. And, you know, I think he's always been there, you know, like I said, to be a great mentor. Right. You know, I think some of those, those are certainly some of the big factors, um, you know, that I use day in and day out, you know, my current job. So, uh, Rachel, uh, maybe talk a little about a bit about some of the lessons that you learned through your training and, and some of the things that you took from our program. Cause you, you know, before we got on air, uh, you talked about how you were just on a zoom call with our cross country and track athletes, uh, you know, giving back a little bit, being a mentor and a role model. Um, so what kinds of things did you talk to them about our current student athletes? Yeah, so um, it was great to relive a lot of old memories with Chris and then Hannah Cavanaugh was there too and the men's and women's cross country team. But we were talking about workouts that we liked and didn't like and kind of what motivated us to get through those ones that we didn't like. Um, How, I guess, the balance of school and running and relationships Time management was definitely a big one, balancing all of that. Um, one of them was trying to find like your reason why and your best self to put forth on the track or the course and how, um, like we couldn't have done it without each other. So on your bad days, you're having a bad workout, how that support and that community helped us. Right, so now, um... As you extracted some of that stuff, how does that transfer to what you're doing now? You know, you're, you know, you went on to get your master's at uh, Albany in social work, and you're working currently at a dialysis center. Um, how is some of the things that you learned in all that time management and going to work every day and, and knowing you got to be your best self, right, in order to, yeah. to help people that you're working with? So maybe talk a little bit about that as well. Right. So I definitely am a routine and schedule person. So that's big time in the adult life. Yeah. Um, but we also work with a lot of doctors and nurses, kind of like an interdisciplinary team. And I think that I got a lot of skills from working as a 
athletic team, with the coaches, with the athletic trainers, um, a lot of those skills kind of relayed. Um, time management, just being able to like connect with people. Like I, we would meet other schools, their athletes. Um, now I'm meeting patients and kind of being able to relate to them on a personal level and, and um, helping them. Right, and I know a big part of both of your training regimens while you were student athletes here were, you know, goal setting. Um, so maybe Rachel first, can you talk, I mean, do you still set goals for yourself every day? Yeah, right now one of my goals is I'm trying to um, buy a house oh, <laughs> and move out. So <laughs> I'm doing some financial goal setting. Um, but when I was like in my master's program, I took a year off actually after I graduated from Oneana. So one of my goals was to get into a master's program to figure out which one I wanted to get into. Um, I'm setting some running goals now. There's not many races that I can do, but I still like to run for me and like have that part of my day where I can kind of de-stress and just run. Right. Um, and how about you, Sean? I mean, uh, your goal setting might be a little bit different as a coach, but, you know, what kind of daily goals do you set for yourself? Um, from the coaching standpoint, I, I think as far as daily goals, it, it's always to, you know, work to improve whatever is needed on an individual basis per that athlete, right. I think. And, and obviously everyone is different, you know, across the board with, with everyone that I do work with. Um, and I think that carries over from the short term to kind of the medium term across the season. And then, you know, and then as obviously as far as you look at through, you know, their career at VMI um, and then obviously towards graduation. Right. Now, um, did you, as a student athlete, I mean, was that an important part of your training program? Uh, you know, every day, you know, did Matt or Joe say, okay, today I want you to do this, you know what I mean? And, or did you just come with a goal in mind or what, you know, how you're going to do today or the next meet or, you know, all that kind of stuff. So to be completely honest with you, as far as Joe goes, he always was a big believer in not necessarily looking at a time or a place in a race, whether it was nationals or um, SUNYACs and more so just looking to execute what we've been working on in practice. Okay. And that's actually something I've, I've carried over with my athletes. Um, he was always a firm believer. I think if you, if you call and you chase the time, you're just trying to chase the time and everything else tends to fall off a little bit versus, you know, trying to execute technically and mechanically a race model and, you know, exactly what we have been working on in practice, right. I think was more so the goal. Right. Now, uh, we, we, um, I don't, uh, just, uh, we had, uh, Ashley, uh, Robertson and, and Musu on the show yeah. earlier in the, one of our earlier episodes. And uh, they just talked about every time they ran, they set a record. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that was like their goal. Every time they ran a relay or they ran an ra individual race, they just wanted to set another record. And it's just kind of crazy, the contrast of how, you know, maybe it changed a little bit. Uh, mm -hmm. But I think ultimately the training uh, regimen was probably, you know, it was, fi it was fixed on getting to the, you know, the, the yes. high end of it. You know what I mean? Uh, it might have been a different way of doing it, but actually they just talked about, yeah, every time we ran, we just set a record. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> uh, I guess that's easy, I guess, if you're that good, uh, but you know. Um, so, um, so now let's talk a little bit about uh, how you got to Oneonta and why you, why you chose Oneonta. So maybe I can start with you, Rachel. 
you know, during the recruiting process, uh, you know, you came out of the Albany area, a very big high school, right, Shenan uh, right, Shenandoah. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, where there are, what, like a thousand students or something at the school, maybe? <laughs> I mean, it's, I know it's a big high school, but. So you had no, all, yeah, like yeah. so you, yeah, how much? 740 just in my class. Wow. Okay. So yeah. So right there, right? Lar I mean, I think I graduated with like 200. So it's like <laughs> you can tell the size of the school I went to, right? So um, what was that like? You know, and then how did you find your way through the recruiting process? And what was it about Oneonta that got you here? Yeah. So well, I was lucky enough to go to such a big high school. The training wasn't too different going into college because my coach kind of trained us at a really high level and there were so many people at practice all the time, it wasn't too big of an adjustment. So um, how I chose Oniana, Angelo came to a couple of my races and he actually made friends with my mom, which was the- <laughs> That's I, Angelo, that's Angelo. He's a, he's a good, good talker. He's a good guy. Yeah, so I'm a huge homebody and he, I think, <clears throat> could see that. So he chatted with my mom and kind of, sold her on the school and then I loved that it was a straight like hour and 15 minutes from home I can come home whenever I want um and then I came for my overnight and stayed with Bree McLaughlin and okay. we were out with Danielle Kennedy and um uh, the team was over for like a game night and I was just like this is where I want to be like I just knew from then that this was a great team these were great people um and I just was like, that's it. I don't have to look anymore. Yeah. This is where I'm going. Wow. Do you, um, do you keep in touch with uh, some of your former uh, teammates? Yeah. Um, the girls that I lived with over on Spruce Street, um, my junior and senior year, we stay in touch. And then some other people, I mean, we've drifted, but social media, the yeah. one good thing about that is you can <laughs> always say hi or congratulate somebody when you see something they've done. Yeah. The great uniter, social media. <laughs> Uh, so what about you, Sean? Uh, you, you know, you you were obviously a top high school athlete, and I'm sure that you were probably being looked at by by uh, plenty of schools, right? Uh, so actually, not so much. I was oh, really, I was really really okay in high school, <laughs> to be completely honest with you. Um, I think I had actually, funny enough, reached out to, I think it was Albany. Um, to see if there's any interest, can I walk on your team? And and I think he just sent me back a, a scripted email that said, run these times or, or that's it. Yeah, yeah. Or else I'm not interested. <laughs> um, and I, I wanted to run in college. Uh, obviously, I, at the time I wanted to be a history major, so that was a factor as well. I wanted to teach high school at the time. Um, and LaPiccolo and Dawson both showed interest they both kind of saw a little bit of potential you know there's a little bit of you know actually recruit recruitment yeah. <laughs> to say the least right. um and i think that in conjunction with you know oniata academically was kind of what you know pushed me in that direction yeah now um so when you so when each one of you got here you know you know sean you're saying that you thought you know maybe the coaches thought you had some potential you know angelo's thinking you're probably rachel you know one of the pieces to a bigger puzzle that could bring me championships, you know what I mean? Like the program, some, some success. Um, I mean, you know, Sean, do you, I mean, did you think that you could be a national champion? I mean, was it talked about? Did you, when did you think that was it? I think I can do this. 
Oh man. Um, not until at least my junior year. I mean, my, my freshman year and sophomore year, I dealt with a few injuries, had some moderate success. Um, and then I think going into my junior year was when Joe came. Yeah. And I know we, we worked out a lot over the summer. Um, indoors went well. And I think that indoors was when I, I think placed seventh in Grinnell yeah, yeah, in the sixth yeah. And so I, there's a little bit of a motivation to continue working even harder. And then I think once I started running kind of the hundred and the 200 outdoors is when it started to maybe, I don't, I don't think there's ever a time when I, and I thought, Oh, I can win a national championship more of just, I want to be the best I can, I can possibly be. Right. Now I know that, uh, you know, cause we were able to host, uh, I think during one of your years, we hosted the SUNYAC outdoor championships right? or ECAC senior year. I okay. Um, and you know, myself, I, I ran track in high school myself. I was a hurdler. I wasn't a sprinter. There's no way I could run as fast as you. Uh, so um, the, um, what I noticed though, is that when the race got to the 200, like you were obviously fast in the hundred, but that extra hundred yards, I was like, man, you're getting to a top speed. And that's where, like, I could see that you, I know why you won that national championship in the 200, because once you got going, that top end speed, and, and there was no stopping you. And, and what an exciting race your senior year when you edged that Thurgood, uh, Thurgood, uh, what was uh, it? Thurgood Dennis. Yeah, Dennis. Dennis uh, Thurgood. Yeah, yeah uh, for Dennis Thurgood, right. Uh, for the, I mean, right at the wire. But I think it's because you just, you know what I mean? Like it was just, you're, you're at your high speed and he's just trying to get to the finish line. That's kind of the way I'm trying to compare it to, but did you think that the 200 would be kind of really the better event of the two? Certainly once I was in college, I did. Um, hundred was always a little short, right? To be completely honest with you. And 200 was always kind of my, my bread and butter for exactly those points. Right. Um, I was never as good of a starter. Okay. So, you know, it took me a little longer <laughs> to kind of get going, which yeah. I think in a 200 played to my advantage. Right, right. Now, certainly, uh, Rachel, uh, did you ever think that you'd get to the level of being, you know, an All-American in two sports? Um, you know, I mean, how, how do you feel about that? Like, what, what was that about? Yeah, I definitely didn't think that coming in, but that is something that I'm so grateful for Oneana for is because once I started, I just built like my self-confidence and self-esteem and running just helped me. And I think it was a great journey to have. Right. And you're, and, you know, being with those teammates uh, to push you along, you know, do you think that had something to do with it as well? You know, same thing with Joe. I mean, he had some, again, he had some pretty good sprinters helping him as well. But do you think that that was a factor as well? Oh, definitely. Yeah. We all just kind of helped each other get better and, like Sean said, it's like I was running to be the best for myself. I wasn't running necessarily for a time or for a place, but I was running like, how good can I be for me? Right, right. And uh, certainly, uh, you know, your finishes at nationals were you know, a testament to some of the hard work. I mean, you doubled in two of the hardest events in one outdoor, right? The 800 and the 1500, which everybody is like, oh, you know, those are the two hardest events because the time between them is so short and you have to come back so quickly after recovery and, and certainly so, you know, the training involved in that alone is, as I know, is, is pretty, pretty intense. Um, so now, uh, so now you're out in the world a little bit. You've, you've kind of seen, the, you know, some things and, you know, again, Sean, you're, you're, co you're coaching college athletes and, 
and certainly Rachel, you're you know dealing with uh, older individuals, you know, on a daily basis, um, you know, and right now we're in the middle of a pandemic. You know, there hasn't been a lot of sports going on, especially, you know, cross country, they lost their season, you know, outdoor track, you know, here at Oneana, we lost our season last year. We're hoping for a spring season. Um, what kinds of things, like what kind of advice do you have for athletes now that are trying to hold on, you know, especially seniors that are saying, geez, you know, I just want one last opportunity to show that I can can do it, you know, be a SUNYAC champion or maybe a national qualifier, All-American. So, Rachel, what, what kind of things would you say to them, to the athletes now? Well, I think right now it's like they're being so patient, but your patience <laughs> will pay off. Like, keep putting in the work, keep showing up for practice, use each other to be, mo like, motivate each other, and it'll get there. The time will come and it'll be 100% worth it. Right. And what about you, Sean? I, in addition to that, because I would absolutely agree with that point, I, I would honestly say that adversity takes on a lot of different forms. And I think COVID and, and canceling championships is, is, you know, athletically a big piece of that. And I think it's a great life lesson, to be completely honest with you. And because I think at all stages of life, career, family, personal, there are moments of adversity. And I think how you handle that, and, you know, says a lot. And and I think, you know, having that experience to some degree in college certainly is a, is a big factor in how you, I think, handle or are able to handle those moments later in life. Right. You're always better if you, you know, come out better than you were before, right? Sure. Um, so uh, let's talk uh, just maybe one last thing. Uh, can you comment on your SUNY on, on a, you know, education and, and, you know, what you thought about your overall experience and maybe, you know, if you're talking to a recruit that is looking to come to Oneana, like what kinds of things would you say to them, Rachel? So I was a psychology major and I had no idea what I wanted to do as a senior in high school. And I just fell in love with how open it was. And like the teachers, I could talk to them about other things, all the professors. Um, I had a minor in um, educational psychology. I wasn't sure if I wanted to be in the school system either. And it was just great, the diversity in the professors that I could talk to each one of my professors in each different class um, to kind of get a feel for what I wanted to do. And I just appreciated how much they were there for us. Um, and it was, I liked that they understood that we were athletes too, and they were accommodating with that. Um, but I had a really wonderful experience in the classroom as well. Nice. And what about you, Sean? I agree. Um, I was a philosophy and mass communications uh, dual major, so had nothing to do with ultimately becoming a coach, <laughs> ironically enough. Um, but I thought overall the education, whether it was within those majors or electives, it was broad, it was diverse. And I thought with the, with the courses and the professors, they did a great job of, I think, instilling you with a lot of you know, kind of intrinsic life lessons to realistically help you prepare for, I think, a lot of challenges that you can't always predict, you know, COVID being, I think, one of them, you know, and I think, you know, from professor to professor and the overall, they did an excellent job. Yeah. And this certainly, uh, you know, we're living in a virtual world. I mean, this is how we're doing our, our show. You're in two different places. You know, we're all in three different places here and we're able to communicate. We're able to talk. Uh, catch up and I certainly want to thank you both again for 
for taking time out of your busy schedules. I know, Sean, you're getting into championship season, um, you know, and that's always a tough time. You want to make sure that your athletes are ready to go, um, you know, and continued success as well to both of you. Um, so before we sign off, I just want to go through uh, little fun questions and answers uh, for, with you both and just give me the first thing that really just pops into your head, okay? Uh, so Rachel, first, uh, what's your favorite meal? Ice cream. <laughs> Ice cream, there you go. Uh, you know, that is, it's part of the basic food groups, right, I think. Uh, Sean, what about you? Uh, probably steak. Steak, all right. Uh, Sean, what's your favorite movie? Oh man, um, Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> um, Rachel, your favorite movie? Uh, I really liked The Outsiders. It's an old one. Okay. A similar similar uh, kind of movie. I think it's had some of the same, maybe a couple of the same actors. Uh, so, Rachel, what's your favorite genre of music? I'm a country fan. Country fan. Who's your, who's your favorite country singer? I really like Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney. Ah, good stuff. Uh, what about you, Sean? It's honestly going to be a split tie between 90s hip hop and jam bands. Wow. Okay. Which are very different. <laughs> yeah. Very different. Very different. Uh, okay, Sean, who's your favorite athlete all time? Um, Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Okay. What about you, Rachel? I don't know. I'm following Emma Coburn right now pretty hard, so she's my girl crush. Okay, okay. Um, Rachel, the place that you would most like to visit? I really want to go to Greece. Greece, all right. Good stuff there, I know that. Um, what about you, Sean? If I wasn't allowed to steal her answer, I would say probably Japan, but Japan. Greece probably would have been my number one. Okay, okay, that's great. Uh, well, listen, uh, Thanks again for, for coming on. I uh, hope you enjoyed. You know, it was great catching up with the two of you. And again, you've, you're two ambassadors for Oneonta Athletics. Um, and again, when I'm far gone from here, uh, people will know the names uh, Rachel Shine and Sean Bernstein. So thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having us. No, no problem. No problem. And I want to thank you again for joining us on the Ozone. Uh, you can always uh, watch the videos on our YouTube channel as well as download the audio podcast from our website and next time uh, you know just continue to follow us we hope that you'll join us next time in the Ozone